Hello and welcome to the Vlogging Pod. Tonight we are joined by paranormal author F.D. Fair. <laughs> welcome to the room tonight, F.D. Fair. How are you this evening? I'm great. How are you? I am doing awesome. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, so I wanted to start out tonight. I'm sorry, go ahead. I was just saying it's much better now that we've got the technical issues over the <laughs> There's always one. This is why I usually start a little bit, a couple minutes prior to seven, because there's always something, trust me, always. Um, so let's start right off about discussing the weirdness. First, tell us what embrace your weirdness means to you as an author. Well, um, I think all of us are a little weird in our likes, dislikes, how we act, and um, a thing that we say in, in my family is we, we say um, we don't weird shame if, if you like to uh, like I can't think of really what to put out there as the weirdest thing because uh, we're pretty weird. We we have a running tally of who are werewolves and who are vampires in our house. <laughs> really? You classify your household and werewolf and vampire. Do tell. I want a little bit more info on that. Yes. Uh, my nine-year-old and I are werewolves because we have fangs on the top and the bottom of our teeth and then um, my husband and my other two boys are vampires because their eye teeth are only pointy on the top. Wow. wow. Does that go a lot when your genetics of your family? Do both of you have that type of um, genetics in your family as far as the teeth? I think so. I think, I think it's just I, I honestly, my, my 15 year old, I think he grinds his teeth so the bottom ones were pointy at one point. Oh, okay. But they're not anymore. So, All right. Yeah, he's a, he's a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> so, this little bit of quirk in your family, is that what inspires you to the paranormal? Yeah, we've, we've just always been. Uh, drawn to those types of movies and books okay and I've always just wanted to live in that world that I wish existed <laughs> um, and then I started putting it into books and pretending that I was nice so tell me what happened for you in 2021 um, because when I look you up, I see that you have four books that you've written alone in 2021. So tell me what happened for you to have that great big push for writing. Um, I think I just finally got the courage to actually put my work out there. I had been writing little stories just for more for myself than anything else and then I met um, a couple of amazing authors and I sent them my 
my manuscripts and they said, you know what, it's pretty good. Just take the leap. And so it gave me the courage to, you know, get the editors, get the alpha readers and the beta readers and get it out there. Nice. Sorry, I'm sorry about the little ding there, raising you up in your sound because I had you down. You're down just a little too low on my side, so I'm just raising you up a little bit. Um, so I, when I saw it for 2021, did the pandemic um, have anything to do with pushing you even a little bit further into the writing? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can only spend so much time alone or with your husband and kids before you want to sneak away. <laughs> I laugh only because I can relate. <laughs> yeah. oh, that is funny. <laughs> um, I fully understand that. I've written a few of my own, so I totally get that. So as we're talking about 2021, tell me about the creations of Mate Magic. So for Mate Magic, I wanted a rejected mate story, but I didn't want her broken. I wanted her to be snarky, sassy, powerful, and take back all of the again power that he took from her when he rejected her, right? And and then from there, Scarlet was born, and she was just she's still. One of my favorites. I just love her, um, and I love writing her because she she is in the rest of the books as well. She's just not the main character. So. Okay, so. Yeah, I wanted just a rejected me that was a little different. Nice. <clears throat> okay, so you're talking. You've written two series. Can you tell our listeners what those are? So. It's, it's really just one series. Okay. Um, it's um, the Westwood Pack series. There's seven books out right now. Make Magic is book two. Um, and then I was in an anthology. And uh, with the Westwood Pack series is nowhere near done. I think there's going to be at least another five to six books that are going to come out soon. Okay. So with this almost at the end of 2022... And you have more books, um, and you've written. What is it? I'm not. I might misquote here. I think it's either three or four this year alone. Yes. Three. Three. Okay. So tell me the drive. I mean, you've written seven books just within two years. Tell me the drive that pushes you to forward on that. So I. Uh... A lot of my books come to me in dreams, and, and again, that's part of my embrace my weirdness. I embrace, <laughs> I dream some pretty crazy things, and um, rather than just letting it go, I wake up and I write it down. And there are days where, you know, I hide away for hours and hours writing because I just need to get that out. Okay. So as we refer to mate magic, tell me a little bit about blood magic. 
Um, where are we at as far as its public publication? Uh, okay, so Black Magic is almost done. It will be coming out in the spring. I went back through books one through seven and have done a, a revamp and extended them by, ooh, I want to see almost 30,000 words each. Wow. And they have not been released yet. I'm going to release books one through seven extended versions and book eight in quick succession um, in the spring. What made you decide to extend them to 30,000 on each book? Um, there was things that came up in book seven and eight that I was thinking and when I was writing, I said, you know, I really wish that I would have introduced this back in book one. And then that could have been a part of it for the entire series. Okay. So that kind of, I said, why, why not do that? It just makes it better. Right. I can understand that. I can understand that. Um, so, Fraternizing with Monsters, a collaboration of several authors. First, I want to hear about all the authors that were you were collaborating with, and then I would love to hear about your contribution to the book. Okay, well there are, um, hold on, we call ourselves the Chaos Coven. Okay. Um, and it's a... a great group of authors. It kind of started as a joke. Uh, Monster Peen University. Uh-huh. And uh, it just kind of went from there. It, uh, it's about a sorority at a university filled with monsters. And this sorority is all human girls. And their parents hate monsters and hate the fact that they go to school with their children and um, the main girl who was written by um, Edie Brown um, she is having feelings for a monster but doesn't want to act on it because she's been taught since birth that monsters are bad. Her parents are very anti-monster. So she goes and she talks to all of her sorority sisters and they definitely have stories for her. So Angelina Kerner, Indy Sparks, MF Moody, and Shannon French Scott, as well as myself, we all wrote chapters from the point of view of the sorority sisters telling their very graphic exploits with their monsters. Nice. So I went in with the perception that, um, like in most collaborations, a lot of the authors write short stories and collaborate into one book. So this, in this sense, you guys took a character 
and did a chapter. Now, I'm assuming you did more than one chapters. Are these buildups on the previous uh, author's work? Could you have done that? Um, no, no. And I did two chapters in the... So I have two separate sorority sisters. Okay. Um, but it is a lot different from other collaborations or anthologies because it is one story. It's just... We wrote a point of view from a from a different character. Nice. Now, how many chapters is in this book? Oh, that's a really good question. <laughs> um, I don't even know. <laughs> well, the reason I ask is because I'm wondering. Are, were, did many of the characters get um, many of the authors get more than one character like yourself? Um, I believe I'm the only one who did more than one. But Dee Dee Brown wrote multiple chapters from her main girl's point of view. Okay. So it's basically she shows up to the university, goes to pledge, meets her monster, then she corners one of the sorority sisters, they tell their story, then she goes on, has a couple of days or a couple of weeks where she's still trying to resist the urge, wondering, you know, could more sorority sisters have stories? And then she kind of goes to the next sorority sister and she tells her story. And then a chapter or two where she's thinking about that, like, oh, I can't believe that that's happening. <laughs> um, I've looked it up on the on, on Amazon, and it's 131 pages. Um, yes. Actually, I'm quite intrigued now that you said every, every author has written a chapter. So that, I mean, and yourself, you're two chapters. So I find that quite intriguing. Um, I'm going to read just a little bit of the bio, the description. No one was prepared for how the world would change when the monsters came out from under the bed. Their horns and tails and fangs incited a terror at first, a fear for a future where humans were the main course, a future that has never come to pass. Quite intriguing, quite intriguing, I like. <laughs> I like that a lot. Um... So as we're talking, very different for me because it involves monsters rather than paranormal. Although it kind of ties them together. Right. So as we're talking about bios for books, tell us a little bit about the Westwood Pack series. Give us a little bit of the bio lead up for the series. So the Westwood Pack series, um, it's it's near and dear to my heart, really. Um, if, if you read the, the pack bio, it's Welcome to the Westwood Pack, where the fire burns hot, the water is as cold as Canadian winters, and a day of peace just never seems to come. If you love alpha males who are both sweet and growly and watching women discover the power lurking just beneath the surface, then you've come to the right place. Nice. 
I'm bringing them back. I'm bringing them up on Amazon as well, as well, because I like to look. Um, so now you said, then, so you have seven books, and they're all in the same series, correct? Yes. Okay. Okay. So the Rise of the Phoenix that is book one of eight, and you have plans for the eighth to come out in the spring of 2023. Yes. Okay. Tell us, can you give us a little bit about the last upcoming to entice your readers? So book eight is um, going to be very action packed and uh, it features uh, a vampire who has been held captive and brainwashed for a really long time and her true mate, a warlock, who uh, seems a little too sweet, but he isn't at the same time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and uh, the journey that they go on together to deprogram her and to have him come out of his shell is uh, very beautiful. And it, uh, the Westwood Pack is, has had a really wild ride in book seven and then it continues in book eight. So it doesn't just focus on the couple. They, as a whole, are fighting multiple battles on multiple fronts and they need to lean on each other okay so the westwood uh pack series has uh two main characters i'm assuming and then you have a lot of uh supporting characters going through there as well so each book focuses on a different couple okay um Book one is a phoenix and a, a wolf shifter, and then book two is a witch and a wolf shifter. Uh, book three is a phoenix and a wolf shifter again. Book four is two witches. Book five is a hunter and a vampire. Book six is a vampire and a dragon shifter. Book seven is a witch and two bear shifters. Okay. <laughs> book eight is a vampire and a witch. Nice. So for my last question, um, and I'm going to rephrase this in a way, since we are getting to the end of the year, I can't believe it's November already. I really can't. Um, so, but again, as we're coming close to the end of the year, what do you see coming for your fans in 2023? I know you've mentioned book eight is coming out, but what else do you see coming our way for you in 2023? Okay, so I have uh, two co-writes that will be coming out in 2023 that are both uh, paranormal romance. It's a duet. Um, and then book eight, book nine, I am going to a book signing in Salem, Massachusetts next September, getting witchy with it. Nice. And if I can swing it, I would love to be able to get book 10 out 
out as well. Not without Al. That is incredibly productive. <laughs> I hope it all comes your way this year. I mean, this coming year, excuse me. me <laughs> I want to thank you so much um, for being with us tonight, um, FD Fair. Um, it's been a pleasure. I'm very f impressed by your writing and how quickly and how much you have put out this year and the, the prior year. So congratulations on that. That is quite a victory and a success. I want to thank our listeners for once again tuning in. Thank you so much. Until next time, bye-bye for now.